All right, all right. Hey, guys, what's happening? Welcome to the show. One more time. Been about three weeks since I showed up in the studio. Um, I had a catastrophe. I had me a, a microphone, and my mic uh, decided to die on me, so I, I went back to the old one. I got me a Yeti mic coming, so that'll improve the quality, actually get everything a little more crisp. But for now, this is what we get. Hope you're doing well. Um, more than that, I kind of wonder how you're feeling about what's going on in the world. A lot of crazy stuff going on in the world. Um, Ger- uh, Russia still trying to kill the the uh, uh, Ukrainians, and Israel's trying to kill Hamas, and Hamas is trying to kill Israel, and Ukrainians are trying to kill Russians. Has to be something pretty important for you to go take bombs and just blow people up, right? And of course, I'm I, I will never be the guy that says, "Oh, no, you're right. Yeah, you should you have you you have the right to kill innocent women and children." Right. And then we look at the weather and we look at how people are. There was a couple shootings this week and of course, uh that's that's the that's the the banner right now. Oh, how dangerous the world is, and it's all gu- it's the guns' fault. It is the it's the weapons' fault. Yeah. Now, if we didn't have guns, we wouldn't have we wouldn't have people dying. Oh, wait a minute. No, I thought maybe it's the fentanyl's fault. Yeah, you, maybe we should we should outlaw fentanyl. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That how's that working for us? I think we got to. Um, I think if you if you're looking at what I'm looking at, you might want to think about where it's all going. I know you're busy. I know you got TikTok on the brain. Oh, uh, you know what I did? Oh yeah. They sold us another idea that we fell into. Every one of us wants to be famous. Oh, not in your own way. I mean, it's like, did you tell me you like? I got on that, honey. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. People like you. You know what's funny about that is I started getting on the phone and calling people who are my friends on Facebook, and you know what? They won't answer. My nephew, I called my nephew the other day, didn't answer. Called him again here a while back. I mean, didn't answer. He doesn't, they don't answer. Now, before Facebook, before I got on Facebook, um, I'd call a friend. i say, hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Do you think it's making us better as people, making us closer I mean, because, I mean, I've never received a text that made me feel as good as a warm hug or a nice firm handshake from someone. Hey, listen, let me buy you a beer. Let's sit down and we'll talk. And, of course, the story is a simple one. It's a simple, real simple story. Hey, listen, this is going to work for you. It's going to make your life easier. Now, here's here's the problem that I'm seeing. I don't see anything in the future. I don't see any indicators that it's going to get easier. I mean, the price of food is, is continues to rise, and even if it doesn't, uh, manufacturers seem to have figured it out. Well, they, they don't, they, we, have, we have short memories. We do. We have the memories of two-year-olds in most cases, because of, in part because of all the distractions there are. And let's face it, how many times a day does your phone go ding, 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 and you jump on it and go, oh, hello, oh, hey, fast emoji, texting, finger, thumbs, whatever? Hmm. Have you noticed that there used to be 12 sticks of fish in a pack of, in a pack of um, fish 
fillets and now there's only six and it's the same price or more did you know that they're putting uh they you know what rice you know what puffed rice is rice krispies puffed rice right um you realize they're putting puffed rice in candy bars you know why they do that because each kernel of puffed rice has air in it and air is free and it takes up space and of course you drop the size of it and you you come up with this fancy new packaging right is it getting better you think it's getting better or do you have more money more time do you feel more relaxed less stressed now than you did a week ago if you did good for you if you didn't you might want to consider sticking around because that's what we're going to talk about we're talking about what the plan might be what kind of a plan you could come up with that would actually make you wake up excited and of course saturday you woke up excited and hungover you're probably feeling a little bad because you drank too much or you spent too much money or you stayed out too late or whatever it is but it wasn't bad compared to what you did all week which isn't saying much because if you really think about what you did on Saturday, Friday night coming into Saturday and even what you'll do all weekend, it probably doesn't rise to the level of energy you get from most of the things you all, would you dream of doing, right? You don't feel as, I mean, yeah, you woke up this morning, but it doesn't feel as great as going fishing, camping, hiking, hunting, backpacking, or anything that really, you know, that truly gets you fired up, right? Why do you suppose we're not able to make that happen more often in our lives. Well, the bottom line is we can't see it. At least most of us can't see it. Yeah, I mean, we, we, you, you don't have a lot of time left to think about you. I mean, think about it. How many hours in the day? How many minutes in the day? Let me make it easier for you. How many minutes in the day do we spend thinking about us? How many minutes of the day we spend planning out how some aspect of our life is going to get amazing? You're sitting there in your office, instead of getting on TikTok or on some other app or some time time thief is what they amount to, you go, oh, you know what, I think, huh, if I were to do this, my wife would be so surprised. If I'm gonna, I think I'm going to start doing this. I, that, I wonder how she'd react if I started doing the dishes every night or or I, t- I tucked the kids in, or I did the reading, or I helped the kids with homework, and I just became, got this idea in my head that I wanted to be irresistible, just wanted to be amazing. Just wanted her to look at me, her head tilted to one side, going, what is up with you? And I don't say nothing, I just continue to be my great me. Think about it. If you were to spend 20 minutes a day, say when you're brushing your teeth, thinking about how you could make your relationship better, how you could get your your partner interested in you again I bet you could come up with something I bet you could come up with something maybe just start putting makeup on more often or maybe just doing some stuff for him that you used to do but now you don't do because he goes to bed and he smells like a brewery when he goes to bed over there snoring and farting and doing all those things he does he's not nearly as sexy as he was when you first met him he didn't do any of that stuff and I get it I get it I mean I'm there I'm not there to the degree that some people are, but we're all there. We all wake up and are like, oh, what next? Let's do this. The good news for me is that I, everything or most everything I do, I do with purpose. It's a plan. I think, well, if I do this podcast, it does a couple things. It gives me the opportunity to make sure I'm not screwing up. 
because I got it pretty good. I mean, we live debt-free. We've got a nice apartment. I have access to all of the things I pretty much need. If I my microphone broke, I go buy a new one. My I, I forgot my monitor in Colorado for my desktop computer, so I go buy one. If you if you if you had a plan to just focus on one thing and to improve the hell up to the point you're like, damn, that was this is pretty cool. I kind of like hanging out with you. You're you're actually a lot of fun. Not anything like you used to be when I started being a better partner. Why isn't that happening in your life? Why don't you have something great? That you're talking about why aren't the people around you have something great that they keep talking about what they're doing next where they're going what experience they're having who they're influencing and, and actually with a purpose of improving elevating some aspect you want to know the answer the answer is simple is because the plan you're following doesn't teach you that there's no one that wearing that plan that says hey listen learn what everyone else is doing and then don't do that do more than that do what everyone else is doing. Get real good at it so you don't have to fight that part of your life and then get better at something else, something no one else is doing or better yet, something that you are so inspired by that you just can't help yourself. Even when you don't want to do it, you do it. How would you go about doing that? And more importantly, why the hell would you? Well, the answer is simple. Think about it. You, you spend your day right now doing a series of activities, a series of obligations that you, that you execute flawlessly. Every weekend you go grocery shopping, and every Saturday during the summer you mow the lawn, and, and every week you go through these steps, including your job and the kids and the relationship. I'm not making any promises here that any of that, that, that series of steps is going to change. You're not going to have free time because life isn't about free time. Free time is when you die. Life is not about free time. I'm not promising you free time. But what I will tell you is this. If you're going to be busy from the time you wake up in the morning until the time you go to bed, why aren't you busy doing shit you love to do? Why not do part, spend part of that time doing shit that takes you someplace you want to be? Sure, there's a lot to think about. The world is going crazy. All the more reason. I mean, what's the plan if, in fact, it doesn't get better? It just continues to get worse. And I know we can't imagine this. God forbid we can't imagine this. But what would happen if we found ourselves in the same position as those Syrians and the people in Gaza, the Ukrainians, the Russians? And that's understandable, of course. I mean, think about our endurance level. I think most of us have the attention span of a two-year-old. And, of course, the other side of this whole gamut to where we, we, we don't have a plan, we just continue to roll with the things we're doing, is once you accept where you are, there's no reason to move. And that's how the plan is designed. Everyone you talk to, if you ask anyone a question, hey, is debt good or bad, everyone's going, oh, debt's bad. Oh, oh, yeah, really. Ask them again. Hey, is debt good or bad? Ask all your friends. Is debt good or bad? And they'll all say, debt's bad. And then you ask them, you say, hey, uh, are you in debt? Well, yeah. I thought it was bad. 
And what's ironic about this, no one can see the contradiction. We're so distracted, we can't stay on focus. We can't plan it out because we can't stay focused on it long enough to get there. When it really comes down to it, a plan is nothing the more the ability to execute and where you are in life because of that is clearly an indicator of your ability to live life. Your skill set for living life, for, for taking what everyone else around you is experiencing as well. Because let's face it, no one experiences life any different than you do. I mean, within reason. There are people who have more money than you and have, have access to certain things that you currently don't have. But, but the ability for you to manage your life in a way that actually satisfies you, inspires you, we're all in the same boat. And the only difference between where you are right now and where, say, I am, is that I have tools that allow me to retain my focus on what adds energy to my life, what takes me in the direction of the places I want to go, the things I want to experience in life. I have the ability to not only make a plan, but to execute a plan. I'm good at life. How can you tell if you're good at life? Are you in chaos? Is your life in chaos? Do you always have some unresolved issue pounding at you, nagging at you, trying to just pull you down? You can't seem to ever get ahead, and when you do, you always seem to fall back? Are you waking up at ease? Is your heart calm? Are you striving to be, you have time and the energy to actually do work on yourself? Trying to be a better person, trying to learn more, trying to become more. I hope so. I'm not seeing it. You ready to talk about how to start executing? What's the number one reason a plan falls through? In most cases, it's a lack of commitment, a lack of energy, a lack of resources. What are those resources? Mostly it's time, money, and energy, of course. But the focus thing is where it all starts. Think about it. Think about it. The first thing we have to do if we want to be successful in anything we go after is we have to be able to draw a solid connection between the reason we do it and ourselves. If you don't realize this, if I haven't said this before, you don't understand this, the reason I show up here every day isn't because of you solely. I do have this desire to have you call me up and say, Chris, you know what? I listened to what you had to say, and I'm, I'm happy because of it, and I'm, it's inspired me to start looking at my life differently. But the primary reason I do this is because of me. One of the first things we have to do if we're going to ever accomplish things that actually add the most value to our life is we have to spend time thinking about us. Here's a question. On the average day, how much time do you spend thinking about you? How much time do you spend talking to yourself about who you are, examining how you interact with other people, how the world sees you, your failures, how many excuses you make, and what you haven't gotten done or what you wish you could do and what would really inspire you? If you're like most people, you don't have time for that shit. You're too busy working, living. Working for the weekend, right? Hump day. Yeah. All right. It's Friday. Hell yeah. Let's go. It's one Sunday. And of course, it doesn't make a bit of sense to me, right? I can think of a hundred things you would have to agree with that are a bit more fun than mowing a lawn, 
painting fences or cleaning a big-ass house. And yet if I call, call on you, if I show up at your door when you're over there cleaning your big-ass house or you're mowing that lawn, you know what you're going to tell me if I challenge you on it? I say, how, how come you're doing this? It's not really that much fun. You're like, oh, no, it's not, it's not bad. I don't mind it. You don't mind it? Is that the best we can do? You don't mind it? The first thing you're going to have to do, the first thing I suggest you do, if you're still listening, if you're still interested, is to acknowledge that what you're doing isn't that great compared to what you could be doing. And if you don't believe it, it's not going to happen. And there's the other issue. Everybody keeps telling us, oh, you can be anything you want to be, and yet we don't believe it because otherwise we'd be being anything we want to be. And it certainly isn't going to take any more effort than it's taken now. You're going to wake up in the morning at the same time. You're going to go to bed the the same time or even later if you're really into what you're doing. But when you pick what's connected to you, when you start thinking about you and stop thinking about what the world keeps telling you to think about, you're going to find out that most of the shit you're doing doesn't matter. If this world is headed in the direction it is, maybe you should start thinking about you, about the people you love, and about how much you value them, how much time you need to spend with them, how important they are to you, how much better of a person you can be for them. Our, our society, we are, our, our society is sick. And of course, no one wants to say it, but these are the unintended consequences of doing things like allowing microphones and, 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 and cameras in our lives. And of substituting texting a written typed message for face-to-face communication. Because I guarantee, I can guarantee, I cannot see the humanity in a text. If I were in Israel or if I were in Gaza and I texted you and I says, it's hell over here. It's hell over here. I don't think it would have the same impact as if I walked up to your door and I'm holding my three-year-old baby and she's covered in blood. And I tell you, brother, it's hell over here. And what's funny about it is even though you deny it and you act like you don't know me, you will know me. And I'll know you the minute the storm comes through and destroys our lives. I'll introduce myself to you. I will, I will pull you out of that house that's blown down on top of you. I will look for your daughter, for your wife. I'll help find your pictures of your family. There's evil in the world, I guarantee that. God said in Revelation 12 that he, 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 sent, the, he sent the devil here. If you don't believe in God, then believe whatever that higher power is. There, there's evil that walks the face of the earth, otherwise there would be no good. There's a reason people are dying. There's a reason the, the, there's such chaos in our political process. I mean, and of course we pick sides, right? We have these ideals about people because, not necessarily because they're true, because let's face it. You pick any political candidate, you pick anyone who's over there touting his, his wares about where it's he going to do for us. How true do you think that is? How possibly true do you think that is? He's going to come up with the best plan. Think about what's, what, what, how much better your life is significantly because of anyone that's not you. What's funny about that? We spend all our time looking around the world for ideas and ways for help in improving our lives. And when the person, that the, when the most powerful asset that we have is ourselves in improving our lives.
we'll buy books and we listen to people like me and we and we talk to people and we stand behind people and we make noise and argue about people that we don't even know that don't know us that have no connection to us whatsoever their agenda is so far beyond us First step in living a better life, first step in waking up excited and energized, and, and more than that, not wanting. Ever notice that no matter what you get, you want something else? I remember when I used to be that way. I, I used to be that way. I'd wake up, and we had money in the bank, and I was like, all right, let's go. Where are we going? I'm going to go to the store. Why? Well, I, I don't know. And inevitably, inevitably, you'd come home with something. And then what would happen? What would happen? You'd be all excited about it. You'd mess around with it, and then you realize that wasn't it. And it'd get stuffed somewhere in some box in a closet and slowly get moved out to the garage and in that pile of stuff you already have. And you got all those things. You got that those bikes you're going to ride and, and that workout equipment you're going to work out on. And, and, of course, you got that new lawnmower and the rototiller and you have a garden and all that crap. And it all kind of dies away. It has a shelf life of about three weeks. Yeah, I mean, face it, even the house. Let's, you can tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me, Mom, here's the, here's the deal. How does it feel to actually own that house? And you and truly, you don't actually own it unless you paid cash. If you paid cash, good for you. Hell, yeah, that's the way to do it, right? But if you've got a mortgage, you don't own that house. The bank does. Yeah, they're walking around all big in your bridge. I got a house. As if it's something amazing, right? Which, to you, it probably is. Of course, that's the standard for success. But how successful are you? How much better are you than everyone else around you who happens to have accomplished the same damn thing? Back to the topic of this conversation, what's your plan? And how do you make a plan? Three easy steps. You want to hear it? You ready for it? Let's go ahead and do this. Three easy steps to a plan. First step, pick it. How do you pick it? You pick it based on things that inspire you, energize you, make you feel good about yourself, get excited about where you are and where you're going. It should feel like a skate. It should feel like snowboarding. It should feel like fishing. It should be a challenge that scares you, makes you uneasy. But even when you're uneasy and you're scared, you still got to do it. That's the first thing you have to feel in order for you to see any kind of success in anything you want to do, anything you want to change about your life. You have to be connected to it. Why is that important? That's important because if you're not, if you're connected to it, you talk about it. I talk about the same thing over and over again about the book and about this and about that and about jujitsu. Why do you suppose I'm talking about it? Because I'm excited about it. I love endeavors that never seem to end. That no matter where you are, there's there's another challenge. There's another mountain to climb. You know what that is? According to some of the smartest people I've listened to, it's because that's how we're designed. And what's sad about it is we're not using it. And it's not all our fault, right? It's not all our fault. No one in our, from the time we start school till the time we die, there's no one in our corner going, hey, listen, you can do a hell of a lot better than that. Sure, yeah, okay, Everybody, you got a house, great. All right, you've done that. You've been doing that for like 20 years now. What's next? What next? What's the big thing that you got going on now? And the answer is nothing. And it's because you don't know how to make a plan. What's your plan for this next year? What thing about your life is going to get so good that you're like, oh, hell. I mean, I'm really into that, you know? I really dig that. 
I can't wait. And a year from now, you're sitting there and you've gotten it done. And how does that work? You've got to get energized about it. Pick the right thing. Get energized about it. Talk about it. Bore your friends with it. You don't know how many of my friends I bored at that RV store. We're going to Bangor, Maine, I tell you. We're going to Bangor, Maine. We're going to do this. We're doing that. We're doing this. We're doing that. And why do I do it? It's not for their benefit. It's for my benefit. It's to remind myself of what I need to spend my time thinking about. i got to remind myself of the plan. Got to make sure that I don't make a mistake because I only have so many resources, right? And what's cool about that is the conversation starts the action. The conversation is what gets the engine running. That's when you start moving, you start waking up, and it, 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 it wakes you up at night, and you're thinking, I don't know about a catamaran. I don't know enough about catamarans. I want to sail. I want to go spend the summers and the winters in the Caribbean, but I don't know about a catamaran. I better learn some more. And you're just on the hunt for information. I remember when I was thinking about sailing, and I don't sail. I have no sailing experience at all. I have no water experience, open water experience like that. It wasn't even in the Navy. But our adventure started when I decided, well, you know, maybe I talked to an inmate in the federal prison. He tells me, hey, boss, uh, I used to be a sailor. I still am. I got a sailboat. Um, have you thought about that? And, man, I went in, into a deep place, but I do- dove into that rabbit hole. And I'm reading books, heavy weather sailing. I'm watching every video I can about what it's like to be on the water. And all I keep thinking is, damn, damn, that's the coolest thing ever. And then, and then I realized, I, found, I studied it and studied it. But before I jumped off the cliff, I found the one thing I couldn't stand about it. As great as it looked, as great as it looked, I could not imagine being stuck in a storm for seven days. I mean, I got some endurance, and I would have had the endurance had it shown up at my door, but God forbid, that's not a place I would want to be, not with, not with someone I love. Maybe if I was alone, but, but not with someone I love, and, and that changed it. Now, why is that important? Because so often we make choices and we make decisions that change the entire trajectory of our lives without thoroughly examining the true impact of those decisions. I mean, our, we, our budget was $140,000, $150,000. I could have bought me a sailboat for that. I could have done fine with that. Can you imagine what would have happened if I'd have went ahead and pulled that, pulled that plug and said, all right, let's do this. We got a sailboat. I'd have made it work. We'd have made it happen, but If it doesn't fit who you are, it's not going to give you the energy you're going to need to accomplish it. If it doesn't fit who you are, you're not going to get revved up about it enough to start and continue even when you're thinking to yourself, God, this sucks. I didn't want to do this podcast today. I didn't want to do it. I wanted to just ignore it. I wanted to say no, but I'm scared. I'm kind of scared because I can't, under, I can't explain the reason why I have to continue to show up here every day. And what I've, the only thing I can come up with is that this is, my, this is my obligation to the world for the wonderful life I live. As I said in the beginning, my cup is overflowing with joy. I have so many reasons in my life to be happy about who I am and where I am and to be thankful for what I have. I can't think of a better endeavor than to focus on trying to find a way to share it. 
just like me, you're going to wake up every day for the rest of your life. And, but there will come a time when you might have the opportunity to look back and say, wow. And there's only going to be two things you're going to face. There's going to be one, either you're going to look back and you're going to say, damn. And your only regret's going to be that you ran out of time and you couldn't do more of it. Or you're going to look back and you're going to say, damn, I wish I'd have done more. I wish I'd have done a better job. I wish I'd have done it, this, this amazing gift called life more justice than walking around angry and pissed off, finding reasons to hate people I don't know because of the shit people I don't know keep saying. I guarantee you, if a storm rolls in, it's not going to be your superheroes, those people you'll never meet and you certainly don't know that are going to save your ass. It's going to be people like me, people like me who you can't stand to listen to because I talk too much. It'll be people like that person in the grocery store who is rude to you or you were impatient with or you had to have that parking spot and you get in an argument or do whatever what you do that causes you to lower your eyes and not greet the people around you. Yeah, I know. I know it's weird. Don't be a weirdo. Don't be talking to people. Unintentional consequences. I think for most of us, the problem is we keep listening to what we're being told and we don't think about what we who we are, what we should be doing, and that's the bottom line. I'm doing my part. I'm going to continue to show up here. I kind of changed the format, changed the intro and the outro on it. hope you like it. Love to hear from you. If you're interested in what I'm saying, please share, like. Uh, I apologize for the delay in getting back. Try and be more consistent about it. I hope, uh, hope it sets home with you. It's your life. Till next time, my name is Chris Alquez. I hope you have a wonderful day. See you next time.